Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Carrie. And we're Identical Twins. We are so excited to talk to you about all things related to church music here on Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. Now each week we will break down a hymn. It could be an old favorite or it could be one you've never heard of. But it is our prayer that you will worship with us no matter what song it is. So let's get started here on Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. I'm Kelly. I'm Carrie. And we're We're Identical Twins. Twins. All right, we are so excited for this week because... It's Thanksgiving week, everybody. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And you know, we know that Thanksgiving is probably not going to look the same as it has in other years. Nope. Um, But we really do hope that you all have an awesome time with your family, however many people that is. Right. Whoever can gather together in one place, I Mm -hmm. hope it's a special day for all of you. Mm -hmm. You know, and it really does remind us that, you know, the turkey's good, the stuffing's good, all of it is good. But really, it is all about giving thanks. And no matter what is going on in your life, there are still blessings to be thankful for. I mean, we talked about this last week. I know. Who listened to our podcast last week on Count Your Blessings? Count Your Blessings was last week. Yes. Thank you for those of you who listen. You know, you can listen to our podcast at any time. Mm -hmm. They can always be downloaded on any of your favorite podcast apps. We do have the hosting site of Red Circle, so you can go there if you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But especially for Thanksgiving, just meet me. Maybe people need a little boost because Thanksgiving is different this year. Yeah. Share the podcast. Mm-hmm. Let people know that you're listening to it. And, and, you know, we're so curious when you listen to it. Yeah. You know? I mean, we listen to it. When do you listen to it, Carrie? Uh, well, I always listen to podcasts um, during my commute. Right. So when I'm driving in the car, you know, by myself, I will be listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I have my little business that we set up signs in people's yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah, And most nights I'm out driving around. Even though we have a curfew in Massachusetts right now, I'm still out, you know, for work. Right. And uh, and I'll be listening to the podcast then. So I'm in my car. I was thinking that maybe people would be listening this week for Thanksgiving week, maybe while they're cooking. Yeah. They I mean, could have be in their kitchen. In their kitchen, have it playing. Or they're vacuuming and they have it on headphones. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, if you're listening to us on a regular basis, let us know how you listen. Right. How and when. We're so curious. And if you're listening, you are probably... Probably looking forward to our Christmas episodes. Yes. So we are so excited. I mean, Advent is next week. I know. Our next hymn Ugh. will be an Advent hymn. Crazy. Okay. But we have a poll currently right. going right now, a poll for our Christmas episode, which we're going to drop on Monday the 21st. And it is going to be for the first time we have a listener generated <laughs> hymn. Yes. So if you have not given us your input, you need to go to our Facebook page or our Twitter page. And tell us which hymn you want. Kelly, what are the five choices? Okay, there's five choices. I'm, and I want to do all of them. So I know. <laughs> it's Joy to the World. Awesome. Angels We Have Heard on High. Mm-hmm. Silent Night. Perfect. What Child Is This? And God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Okay, so you can't go wrong with either one. I but know, right? This is your chance to tell us which one to do. So which one would you pick, Carrie? Uh, you know, just for something a little different, mm-hmm. I feel like I might do God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Uh-huh. I just feel like it's not sung that often, and people maybe really don't know all the words. Right. I, I feel like I would want to learn more about it. I mean, I think I want to go old standard and do Joy to the World. Yeah. Yeah. We all know that first verse, mm-hmm. but who who knows the second and the third and right. the fourth? I would love to be able to dig into them. Yeah, so. yeah. Dive but deep in Joy to the World. Honestly, whatever one you guys pick, we are yeah. so excited to do. Okay, but let's not 
move too quickly here because no, we are in the week of Thanksgiving. And this is such an exciting week. I mean, both of us work in the school system yep. and it's an easier week in school. It should be a shorter week. Yep. Yeah. I don't even have classes on Wednesday, which is awesome. Right. So only two days of work. Only two days. And one of my schools is fully remote just for the week of Thanksgiving. So, you know, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm going to give you a little Thanksgiving trivia. Okay. Did you guys pay attention to Let's last week's Thanksgiving it. trivia? Another little funny trivia question for you, Carrie, is Black Friday uh-huh. is the biggest day of the year Okay. for what trade? Oh, I'm going to say plumbing because all the people <laughs> You're ate <right>. so much. <laughs> You're totally right. Plumbing. All the people ate so much. That totally surprised me. What would you have said? I don't know. I was like kind of stumped. I was like electricians. But yeah, it was plumbers. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to... Check back into some Thanksgiving trivia later. You love the trivia, I do. I love them. And I hope you guys are enjoying them, too. But for now, let's dig into our hymn. I actually want to just read a scripture verse to kind of just center us and get our minds focused on him. This actually comes from the book of Jonah. Chapter 2, verse 9. He says, But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good. I will say... Salvation comes from the Lord. Mm. And really, when we think of all of God's blessings, all of the things we can be thankful for, the number one thing is salvation. Mm -hmm. The fact that we have salvation in him. Mm -hmm. Now, last week we talked about counting your blessings, Mm -hmm. which was, you know, hopefully in all circumstances you would still Mm -hmm. be able to find something that to be thankful for. Well, this week's hymn, the hymn writer lived through Mm -hmm. some really hard and difficult circumstances. Mm -hmm. All right, so the hymn is, are you ready? Yeah. Now Now thank we all our God. (laughs) Woohoo! I hope people like it. I I hope they're clapping. I think it's so interesting to have a hymn that was not written in English originally. So this one is written in German originally. Okay. So you may, our German friends may recognize this song as... Nun danket alle Gott. Nun danket alle Gott. Right. And now thank we all our God. Now thank we all our God. And this was translated by, by, to, into English yes. by an English woman named Catherine Winkworth. Yes. So awesome. I mean, we love when we hear women right. involved in hymn, in hymn music, especially centuries ago, because yeah. you just didn't hear a lot of women being involved in church music. So, yes, she was translating this into English. It was written by two other people. So you have someone writing the words, someone writing the music, and then someone translating to English. Right. We have three people who contributed. And we're going to try to talk about each one of each them. Each one, a little each, bit. A little bit. But I want we want to start with Catherine because we just thought her story was so interesting. And, mm-hmm. of course, and she's a woman, and, and she is one of the most prolific translators. I mean, Amazing. she has so many hymns that she's translated. Right. You would be hard-pressed to find a hymnal that didn't have something written by her. Okay. Yeah. And she, so of course we're going to start with her. She was really, really smart. I mean, it kind of reminded me a little bit of a Cinderella story. Her oh. mother dies. They live in England, and the father remarries. And when she's 14 years old, they send her off to boarding school in Germany. Mm-hmm. And I I just kept thinking, like, poor Catherine. Right. But at that point, she was already fluent in English. She was fluent in Italian. And she really enjoyed her time in Germany. Yeah. She 
was translating poems and for assignments for school. And and I guess her professors really saw this talent in her that she was translating in such a way that really kept true to the feel and the emotion of the original piece. Mm-hmm. And in some of my research, I looked and I saw things that were translated by her and things that were translated by someone else, and, and it was like completely different. Right. So the translator does have the ability to sort of kind yeah, of shape shift things. it. Yeah. yeah. It was really important to her that she maintained the theological meaning. That was so important right. to her. And she was really influenced by the Lutheran tradition of singing. She wanted people to sing. And she has this big um, hymnal that she kind of edited with all foreign hymns that were translated to English. And in the preface to this book, she writes, now, these hymns and tunes first sprang up on foreign soil, but that is no reason why they should not take root among us. Hmm. I mean, she translated nearly 400 hymns Mm -hmm. from German into English and they were written by over 170 authors. So right. it's not even like she just worked with this one person. No. She did so many mm-hmm. and worked with so many different authors. And what's really cool is she lived like 200 years after the hymn was written. So she was going back in history, mm-hmm. finding things mm-hmm. and bringing them in. And like I always feel like the words have a Yoda-ish quality. Yeah. <laughs> Do people know what I mean when I say that? I don't know. I mean, even the first phrase, now thank we all our God. Right. It's kind of an awkward way of saying let's all thank our God. Right. So why don't I read some of the the words to the music? Okay, and I'll play. I'll do some, maybe some organ music. I love that. And I want you to kind of listen and hear the Yoda-like language at times. And again, that's the freedom that a translator has. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so here is Now Thank We All Our God, words by Martin Rinkart, music by Johann Kruger, and translated by Catherine Winkworth. Now thank we all our God with heart and hands and voices, who wondrous things has done, in whom his world rejoices, who from our mother's arms has blessed us on our way, with countless gifts of love and still is ours today. Oh, may this bounteous God through all our life be near us with ever joyful hearts and blessed peace to cheer us, to keep us in his grace and guide us when perplexed and free us from all ills of this world and the next. All praise and thanks to God, the Father now be given, the Son and Spirit blessed, who reign in highest heaven, the one eternal God, whom heaven and earth adore, for thus it was, is now, and shall be evermore. Those words are really beautiful. And of course, Carrie, they by far surpass the Fred test. Right. This song is about God. It's about God the Father, God the Son, God the, God the Holy Spirit. Right. They, there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. And Martin Rinkart wrote it the, with those words, and Catherine wanted to be true to them, re- really stay theologically true. Well, she really was a fascinating woman, and I think we have some fun facts. <laughs> All right, let's hear some. All right, how about this? She was friends 
with the English novelist Charlotte Bronte, yes. who wrote Jane Eyre. Mm-hmm. And they were just about nine years apart in age. They were friendly. And, I mean, can you imagine both of their love for language? Right, and words, yeah. Right. Um, she is called the queen of translators. I mean, that's high praise. That's high praise. <laughs> now, what's interesting is she never married. No. She never had children. And she died when she was only 50. Yeah. So imagine how much more she could have done. Right. But in those 50 years, she translated over 400 mm-hmm. hymns. Amazing. Yep. And you know what? She mm-hmm. spent her life advocating for women's rights yes. and women's education. She actually aided the establishment of a university college in Bristol, England, mm-hmm. where women were granted equal opportunity to study, and there is still a scholarship in her name Aww. that they award to students. And that's a fun fact. One more. She was on the board as secretary of the Committee to Promote Higher Education of Women. Aww. And this is at a time when women weren't going to college. No. She, she didn't have any formal college. She lived between the years 1827 and 1878. Mm-hmm. All right, Kelly, do you have another little bit of Thanksgiving trivia <laughs> <Sure>. for us? <laughs> well, okay. Here is a... A popular song-ish. I mean, when I say popular, I don't mean current. I just mean like a well-known American song. Okay. And the real title of the song is The New England Boys Song About Thanksgiving Day. What? Yes, that's the real name, but no one knows it by that name. I mean, the only Thanksgiving song I know is um, Over the River and Through the Woods. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Um, Okay, another trivia that's that's, um, singing related. Okay. What famous Christmas song was actually written for the Thanksgiving season mm. and not intended for Christmas. Some famous Thanksgiving, famous Christmas carol. Yes. Is it really famous? Yes. <laughs> All right, and it was meant for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... It came upon a midnight clear. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. Does anyone have other guesses? I mean, it's nothing about Christmas. It's nothing about Jesus. It's just about, like, winter or whatever. No, it's Jingle Bells. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> She's mad, you Is guys. Is it Santa in the sleigh for Jingle Bells? <laughs> no. It's them in their sleigh probably going to grandmother's house for pumpkin pie. All right. Back to our hymn. So we are singing this German hymn, mm-hmm. right? It's from the, the music writer was from Germany. The text writer was from Germany. They didn't even live that far from each other. Mm-hmm. They were in the, near Berlin. Yeah. And we've actually been to Germany. I know. Act, funny. I As I'm researching him, I'm thinking of our time in Germany. So we were in Germany in 1994. Yeah. In the spring. People, you know, people who know us probably have heard our stories because right. we love them. We love them. We... Carrie was living in England at the time for college. Right. And I actually met this German friend. I had a German friend. She was studying in England with me. Mm -hmm. Her name was Barbara. And (laughs) she said that that we could go and stay with her family in Munich. Yeah. Do you remember? Yes, I do. And so she gave us the address. She Mm -hmm. said that it was totally fine. Her parents were expecting us. (laughs) And so we're following the map. We get off the train station. It's late. It's at night. It's probably 9 o'clock at night. And we, but we thought the parents were expecting us. Right. We totally. And so we <laughs> knock on the door and these people come to the door. These, remember the, how tall he was? Yes. And they looked down at us and we said, hi, we're Barbara's friends from I'm America. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly and Carrie. We're twins. And they had no idea who we were. <laughs> they weren't expecting us at all. They invite us in. And then, remember, the father went to this back room yeah. and, like, yelled on the phone to Barbara. In German. We didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> and then he came out, and he was like, okay, you can stay. 
<laughs> and we had such a good time we with them. They were them. wonderful people, yeah. but Barbara wasn't even there. No, we I stayed know. with the parents and a brother and a sister. Mm-hmm. And they were they were so kind to us. We stayed for like a whole week. Yep. They didn't speak English well. No. And of course, we didn't speak German. No, we couldn't talk at all. At all. But we bonded over music. Right. And Bo- the whole family was musical. Right. And so Kelly and I would play the piano for them. And we wanted to play some German composers. Mm-hmm. Let's play Bach. Let's play Beethoven. Yes. And, and let's really impress these musical people. And all they wanted us to do was play, play the, the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> It was so funny. We didn't even know any Beatles songs. No, we were like, we could play Mozart's Fifth Sonata, right? But we right. could not play Beatles. So we had to find music, and then we would They dig- were, like, digging through their books to find right. piano music for us. So then we played... <laughs> but do you remember, was it I Want to Hold Your Hand? Yeah. yeah. And the brother played the violin, and the, the sister, sister played the flute. Right. And, and then, then we, we would sing and play the piano, right. and we were all together. And they would sing, too, in yeah. their German accents, the yeah. Beatles songs. Couldn't, they couldn't speak English, but they would be like, I want to hold your hand. And we were, were cracking up. We were laughing so hard. It was one of those times where, like, nowadays you would just pull out your phone right. and record the whole thing. Right. But we didn't have no, that. No, it's just in our minds. It was so funny. It was so funny. And so... You know, we really enjoyed our time in Germany. We really enjoyed, like, living with this German family. And honestly, hearing the story about Germany and Martin and how he wrote this really brought it back to me. Mm -hmm. You know, so this Martin Rinkart, I mean, he lived... This is one of our oldest hymns, actually. It's our oldest so far. Uh, absolutely. We thought Guide Me, O Thou Great Jehovah was our oldest. Mm-hmm. This is like 200 years before that. Mm-hmm. Martin Rinkart, in Germany, was born on April 23rd, 1586. <laughs> and it said that he was the son of a poor coppersmith Aww. in Eilenburg, Saxony, Germany. I think this is really interesting. He became a foundation scholar and chorister at the St. Thomas School in Leipzig. And this St. Thomas, this is a famous, huge church, right, Kelly? Yes, I looked up this church. It looks amazing. It's still there today. Wow. The church, you know, had a has a huge, like, musical tradition. I mean, we're going to talk about this later, but he worked there, Bach worked there, Wagner worked there, wow. Mendelssohn worked there. And when, you have, when you're having these, like, right. major composers working in a church, you have to think that music is important to them. Right. And I can just imagine that the church is like seeking out the best composer of that day, of that time period, to come and be their, you know, church composer. Yeah. I mean, Bach is actually buried there. You know, and now I'm like, how far was Leipzig from Munich? Could we have visited there? I wish we went. Yeah. And Bach and his whole family lived in the school building at the church. Wow. Yep. Now, the St. Thomas School, Carrie, offers choirs the opportunity to perform for 20 minutes a cappella on the steps leading to the chancel. So, like, right there. So, if we were going to visit, you know, and I think they were going to charge 100 euros for this. So, we could go with our choir and just for 20 minutes sing in this awesome, old... The acoustics. Oh, the singing school has choirs, Carrie, for... Everyone from age preschool to uh-huh. adult. Okay. Yeah, and I thought this was so interesting. And and there's all the information. So if you're a mom looking for a, a singing group for your kid, you can find it. They have a three- to four-year-old choir <laughs> called Brooke Finches, a five-year-old choir for Brooke Throats. There's a little carolers choir for preschool to second grade, a great carolers choir for third to seventh grade, a youth choir for grade eight and up, and then, Carrie, there's the Cantorai. Oh, my 
that's the version of German that I can do. Cantorai is for adults who are drawn Aww. to sacred music and who want to enrich the sacred music at St. Thomas. So I mean, there is something for every age. Right. I would sing in that. And guess what? If you don't want to sing, they have a recorder choir. Nice. <laughs> a trumpet choir. Aww. And they even have a dance circle. Wow. So really, if there is, if, if you want to do something right. musical or perform. Right, but we're just seeing how important the arts are, the mm -hmm. worship arts. Like, there's all of these different ways to bring glory to God. Right. Wow. All right, so back to Martin Rinkart. Okay. He lived in Germany. He was able to attend this school at mm -hmm. St. Thomas. Mm -hmm. He went to the University of Leipzig where he studied theology, and he was ordained in the Lutheran Church. Now, after he finished studying theology, he went back to the school in Eilenburg to, to, to be a deacon. That's what he really wanted. But, I, but the superintendent right. you know, of the school didn't want to hire him because he said he was a better musician than a theologian. And I, so I read this and I just kind of laughed. But then they said that it was because the superintendent didn't want a, a graduate of the school right. to come back and have the, and he was so strong-willed and talented that the superintendent didn't want him there. I mean, I'd like to think that that would make them want him even I more. I know, but you know, you know how weird it is to go I and know. teach in your old school yeah. or, yeah. yeah. So anyways, after he didn't get that job, which he was very disappointed, he went from church to church until mm -hmm. finally... He went back to his native town of Eilenburg, and at the age of 31, he became the archdeacon of the church there. This was in 1617. I mean, and we are going to hear about some real hard times that he comes upon, mm -hmm. right? So 1617, he starts there, and 1618, the Thirty Years' War broke out. Right. And this is a huge war in Germany. I mean, I don't know how many of our listeners know a lot of German history. Right. Especially as far back as 1600s. But they went through a lot. Mm. I mean, everyone wanted this territory. The Austrians, the Swedes, um, the king of Prussia. I mean, they were just constantly fighting over this area. And Eilenburg is this little tiny town that you think might not be that significant. But what? But it's a walled town. It has a wall around it, and so soldiers would go there to hide. Refugees would go there to escape. There was just constant action in this little little town. And Rinkart, as this pastor, right? He's working at this church. Mm -hmm. He really stayed in the town and tried to help as much as he could. Mm -hmm. He was helping soldiers. He was housing them. Um, he was sharing his meager stock of grains. And household goods, it says that he was a faithful and caring pastor. Mm -hmm. He attended to the needs of the sick and the hungry during such extreme circumstances. Right. Now, throughout this entire 30-year war, it was just a mess for the people mm -hmm. who lived there. In 1637, so right smack dab in the middle of it, the plague hit the town, and it claimed 8,000 people, including all most of the people on the town council, a, a lot of children— the clergyman from neighboring parish, mm. and Rinkart's wife. So in this small town, the other pastor at the church has died, and now it is all on Martin. Right. He says that he had to do the work of three men, yep. and when the plague was really hitting, he had to bury 40 to 50 people a day. 
So, Kelly, we said that this guy was going to come upon some hard times. Right. I mean, after the plague, then there was a horrible famine. I mean, it was so bad. People were dying of starvation. It would be common to just see people fighting in the streets over a cow or a dog. I mean, it was a very painful time for them. And Rinkart, he was just such a faithful pastor. Yeah. He, it was written about him that he did his best to help the people and right. give away everything, keeping just the bare minimum for his family. Yeah. But in time, it was so desperate that he was forced to mortgage his future income just to buy like bread and clothes for his children. Mm-hmm. It was a really rough time. Mm-hmm. So you had the, the war, the plague, mm-hmm. and the famine. And then the Swedes were coming in to take ownership of the town, and they put a ransom of the town of 30,000 thalers. Okay. So these poor people have to pay 30,000 thalers. And so the story is that Rinkart left the safety of his home and his city to meet with the Swedish general to plead for mercy. He was refused absolutely. He was sent back to town. And the quote that we have here is that he said, Come, my children, we can find no hearing, no mercy with men. Let us take refuge with God. And he fell to his knees, praying with earnestness. And I almost can feel those words, hear those words in the hymn. You know, let us take refuge with God. Now we don't, now we're trying to figure out what's 30,000 thalers. Right. I have no idea. And it's a lot of money for these people. So basically, less than 100 thaler was the income of messengers, servants, journeymen. A hundred thalers a year. Wow. And they wanted 30,000. So apparently the prayers worked mm-hmm. and the Swedish general lowered his demand to only 2,000 florins. What's that? <laughs> what's that? All right, what's, what's a florin? So a florin is was actually a European gold coin mm-hmm. coming out of Florence, Italy. Mm. Yep. And it says that it's really hard to know what it actually was worth. Um, you know, it said that, you know, a pastor might have earned 500 florins a year. Okay. You know, so $2,000 was still a lot, but right. definitely, you know, a lot better for them. Right. So, so Rinkart carried his town, right. carried his parish through some really difficult times. So the 30 years war was 1618 to 1648. Mm-hmm. It, it lasted his entire time that he was living mm-hmm. there and taking care of the church. And he wrote this right. in 1636, right. right in the middle of it. In fact, I read that the, his, his experience through the Thirty Years' War, what he was going through right then, was sort of the hymnspiration. <laughs> there it is. That's what we call it on Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. The hymnspiration for verse 2 of oh, the hymn. Oh. Yeah. So just quickly looking at verse 2, Carrie. Oh, may this bounteous God through all our life be near us. With ever joyful hearts and blessed peace to cheer us. To to keep us in his grace and guide us when perplexed. And free us from all ills of this world and the next. 
So, I mean, he says it right there to free us from all ills. I mean, that has to be like mm. the starvation, yep. the plague, the fear of war. And with everything, he's saying, may this bounteous God yep. through all our life be near us. Right. You know, he. I, I feel like he was in a really difficult place, and he was able to put those words. And like I said, most scholars that I read agreed that his experience in those in that time is what inspired verse 2. Right. And I mean, if you just look at some facts and figures, we're learning that about 60% of the population died during that time. Yes. And here he is singing praise to God. And the area was just devastated. Right. I mean, it was... Can there, you imagine no. what it must have looked like? No. Right. Their homes, mm-hmm. their farms. The church. Yeah. Yep. Amazingly, the war ended. Ended, And he had, he had a great life. He did a lot of hymns. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of church work. And, I mean, he's remembered in Germany. I mean, oh, he's yeah. remembered absolutely there is a monument to him. Right. And, um, and he did a lot for his people. And we are still singing his songs today. Right. And, and we are singing in English thanks to Catherine Winkworth. Right. But, I mean, I'd like to try to sing it in German. Does everyone want to hear Carrie? <laughs> Sing now, thank we all our God in German. All right, I'm going to try. All right, sing along. (laughs) (laughs) Nun danke alle Gott mit Herzen, Mund und Handen, der große Dinge tot an uns und allen Enden. Der uns von Mutterleib und Kindesbeinen an und selig will so gut bisher hat getan. Ah, here's Carrie singing in German. <laughs> <laughs> Nun danket alle Gott. So let's talk about the guy who wrote the music. His okay. name is Johann Kruger. He was born on April 9th, 1598. He died in February 23rd, 1662. Now, in 1615, he moved to Berlin and worked in music publishing for the rest of his life. He was only 17 years old. Wow. Yeah. He was a cantor at St. Nicholas's Church. Coincidentally, right. Martin Rinkhart worked at St. Nicholas Church, but in 1601. I mean, right. did these two men ever meet? Did I feel like they must have met and known each other, but I, they weren't really— They never were there at the same like time. Like contemporaries. Right. I think that, that he knew he existed, yeah. Right. So we don't know if they actually like worked together right. or knew each other. Right. I mean, it's not like they were Facebook friends. Right, right. But he was— um, you know, he was a composer, mm-hmm. and he wrote, actually, this music instruction manual. It was very important for him to teach people how to sing, to teach people about music. Yes. He wrote the tune Nun Dunket, which is now Thank We All Our God, yes. in 1647. Now, in 1640, he wrote a hymnal, and for the first time, we're seeing this figured bass. Oh, my gosh, figured bass. That's like a term from the past. I remember that in college, my undergrad. M and M's, always fun. <laughs> so, figure I mean, bass. I was thinking you could do what's that. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely music theory. So, this is like a music shorthand, right? Instead of writing everything out. So, what Kruger did was he would write this figured bass, just these little numbers underneath the music. Mm-hmm. So he would write the bass line, and then the melody line. And then sort of the piano player, the organist, would fill in the parts. So 
it could be slightly different. It could be interpreted slightly differently. So it was this shorthand that someone else had to complete. Right. So he wrote it. Now, because he didn't have it like fully written, this lent itself for other composers to take that tune and kind of do their own thing with it. Right. So we see Johann Sebastian Bach taking the tune, Nun Danket, but of course, what he does with it is so differently right. musically. The harmonic structure. I know. Maybe we can share the version of it on Facebook because you have to really, really listen to hear it. so different. It almost is unrecognizable. Right. You have to really listen. It's incredibly slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though the tune is slow, there's so much happening mm-hmm. um, that it almost just gets lost. It's it's a kind mm-hmm. of a weird piece. I'm not sure I could have listened to it and picked out the tune right? if I didn't know it was there. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I mean, Bach is known for right. his chorales. He wrote so many of them. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's not that uncommon to, to borrow music from right. something else. You're writing so many. So many. So borrow the music, borrow the figured bass, kind of make it your own. Right. And this was a huge cantata, and he only used this little bit mm. by Kruger. Now, one of the things that I think is so interesting, because it happens right. in Bach's chorale, it happens in our hymnal, mm-hmm. is that there is a fermata mm-hmm. at the end of some of the phrases. Always fun. <laughs> now, we've talked about fermatas on Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. Absolutely. So this isn't new. This is just the idea that there's one note that the singers can hold out, mm-hmm. the conductor can hold it out as long as they want. And we can see in Now Thank We All Our God that we're ending the phrase with a fermata. Right. So we're giving people a chance to sort of end, you know, nice long ending, take a big breath and come back in for the next phrase. Right. And we don't have recordings of Bach's music no. or recording of what Johann Kruger would have done. So we can only guess, but there are people that say that Bach's fermatas in chorales mm-hmm weren't meant to hold the note for very long. Mm-hmm. They were meant to just tell you to stop there, breathe, and come right back in. Right. And so I think it's so interesting. When we sing Now Thank We All Our God, we could sing it like that, just go straight through. But we don't. We don't. There's always this kind of break and hold. Mm-hmm. So um, so was that what Johann would have wanted? Was that what Bach would have wanted? Like, we really don't know. No, don't. But that's definitely how we sing it. Yeah. We could never sing it at our church and just, like, fly through the fermatas. No, you have to have a breaking, yeah. a breaking yeah. spot. So, again, his tune was used by another famous German composer named Felix Mendelssohn. Mm-hmm. So this is in 1840. So another, like, 100 years. Yeah. Mendelssohn uses it. He does an established harmonization that I think everybody knows right. and is familiar. He moves it to the key of F, which is the way we sing it today. And Mendelssohn wrote this huge 13-movement symphony slash cantata, <laughs> all based on words from the Bible. Um, wow. He was born into a Jewish family. And Mendelssohn was then baptized at the age of seven as a Reformed Christian. I feel like he had this conversion. Yes. And this symphony cantata, which is called Lobgesang, which means hymn of praise, um, all in glory of God. Yeah. And, you know, this all happened right in the same area, hundreds of years apart, but in the same area. So when we're doing our German... Church, Church tour. tour. Sure. <laughs> After We're going to go to St. Thomas yeah. in Leipzig, where they all worked, where Bach is actually still buried there. Yes. And I want to go to Eilenburg and see where he was the deacon and see all that happened during mm-hmm. the Thirty Years' mm-hmm. War. Uh, it's just so neat that it was all around the same area. Right. God kind of 
threaded them all together mm -hmm. to make this kind of story um, that all point just right back to him. So Kruger lived during the Thirty Years' War. Kruger mm -hmm. lived during that time. It, it was very difficult for anybody who was in Germany at the time. Um, his family endured many hard hardships. He fell ill with the plague, and he almost died, but he didn't. Um, but he did lose his five children and his wife in 1636. He recovered from the plague, and he ended up getting married a second time. They had 14 children. Oh, wow. One of his daughters married this famous artist, a German Baroque artist named Michael Conrad Hurt. And you can look him up. He's a famous artist. He did a lot of portraits of historical figures. He did a, this famous portrait of his father-in-law, Johann Kruger, Kruger. in 1663. That's a fun fact, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you figure your your son-in-law is a famous artist. He, yeah. He probably should paint you. You yeah. paint your famous father-in-law, mm -hmm. famous musical mm -hmm. father-in-law. Yeah. yeah. So this is a famous German hymn. And as much as we could find it sung in churches, uh, we wanted to find where else it was sung. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, mm -hmm. on at midnight on New Year's Eve, what? as the clock strikes 12, <laughs> it's customary for every Orthodox German household, at least in the fatherland, to sing the hymn. Wow. Yes. I mean, I wonder if your friend Barbara would be singing this hymn at midnight. <laughs> I wish I, I, wish I wish, kept in touch I wish with we her. knew and could find her, yeah. Well, another kind of big historical event was on King Edward's coronation day in 1902. So this is King Edward the wow. Seventh. They had a whole ceremony for him, and now thank we all our God in English was sung at his coronation ceremony. Oh. Now, I'm not sure you know who King Edward is. But King Edward VII is actually the great-grandfather to Queen Elizabeth. Wow. Which would mean he's the great-great-grandfather of Prince Charles. Right. Yeah. And the great-great-great-grandfather <laughs> of Prince William and Prince right. Harry. We could keep we going. We could keep going. But yeah, so this is his coronation <laughs> wow. day in 1902, and they sing Now Thank We All Our God. What a great song for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I read that it began as a family prayer for meals. Yeah. Yeah. And so families would sing it, and then it was later sung at a national Thanksgiving celebration service when and the war finally did end. The Thirty, the 30 Years', years war. war. Oh, yep. That makes sense. And then, and I read that with the exception of a mighty fortress is our God, which is another one we should do we a should hymn do. talk to and we talk. We should do. That's a favorite. It is the most widely sung hymn in Germany. Mm. Yep. All right. So there is so much to this, to this hymn in terms of scripture. What does the Bible say? <laughs> These are girls asking us what the Bible says. All right, let's talk I mean, about it. Well, we talked a little bit about how, how verse 2 was probably inspired by his experience in the war. Yeah. But verse 1, I think, is so interesting because it is it is quoted like verbatim mm -hmm. from the book of Ecclesiasticus. What's that? <laughs> What's that? I mean, What's it that? sounds like a book that I know, but it's different. No, it is. It Tell is us different. About it. It, um, it's also known as the Wisdom of Sirach. And it is a book that was not included in the original canon. It was when the when the Old Testament books were put together, they were called the canon. And then there's other books that, for one reason or another, were not included. They're called sometimes extra canonical mm -hmm. or deuterocanonical, second one. Wow. Or sometimes they're called apocryphal, which is hidden. But this book was written by a man named Jesus. Wow. He was the grandson of Sirach sometime between 190 and 170 B.C. 
Now, some church traditions look at these extra canonical books and 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 really put just as much weight onto them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Catholic Church in 1546 did say that those books can be included, so the Catholic Church does include them, but most Protestants do not want to include them. Mm-hmm. But this book is a wisdom book. It is very similar to the other wisdom books that we have in the Bible. It gives advice on a wide variety of topics. It extols wisdom. It says that a man has to fear the Lord, and that's where wisdom is. Okay. Um, and a lot of these books come really reflect a traditional conservative Jewish theology. But if you look up Ecclesiasticus 55, verses 22 to 24... Okay, so this is not what does the Bible say. This is what is the extra Extra. canonical books of the Bible say. I I don't have a sound for that. You don't have a sound for that. (laughs) And it says, Now therefore bless ye the God of all, which only doeth wondrous things everywhere, which exalteth our days from the womb, and dealing with us according to his mercy. He grants us joyfulness of heart, and that peace may be in our days in Israel forever, that he would confirm his mercy with us and deliver us at his time. Those are the words. So, I mean, they really were so similar to the words that Martin Rinkart used. So we have to kind of assume that he was reading these books, these extra canonical books. I mean, he was an educated theologian, so he, he, he probably had lots of books. Right. Yeah. So the third verse actually paraphrases the Gloria Patri. Right. So I've actually been at a church where we sung the Gloria Patri every week. Do you want to show everybody? Yeah, I know. I wonder if our listeners know the Gloria Patri. Glory Glory to to the the Father. Father. All right, let's sing it. Okay. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. It's fun to sing. It has a nice, it has nice movement. So, right, you want to sing the third verse of, of Now Thank We All Our God with me? And we can see how similar it is. All praise and thanks to God, the Father now be given. The Son and Spirit blessed, who reign in highest heaven. The one eternal God, whom heaven and earth adore, for thus it was, is now, and shall be evermore. It's a good verse. I mean, it's a great verse. And it It says so much. Mm -hmm. All praise and thanks to God Mm -hmm. the Father, God the Son and God the Spirit. And you, and people might not know this, but this Gloria Patri dates back to the 4th century. Wow. So a learned man, especially a musician, would have definitely known this. Right. And to use the words in such a different way in a new hymn, you know, was so clever and creative. All right, a little bit of Thanksgiving trivia before we close out, Oh, Carrie? definitely. I feel like you've gotten them all right. I want to, like, give you something. Tricky. I am really good at Thanksgiving. <laughs> and you know what I'm really good at? Mm-hmm. Eating the turkey. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you can have the dark meat and I can have the white meat. All right. So there was a president, Kerry, mm. who refused to recognize Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh! What yes, was his this problem? is someone. This is one of our American forefathers, and he believed that um, we shouldn't be doing Thanksgiving as a national holiday because of the separation of church and state. I'm going to say John Quincy Adams. That is so close, but it's wrong. It's Thomas Jefferson. Okay, it's not that close. <laughs> All right, one more thing. You have a fifty-fifty chance, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Do Americans prefer apple pie or pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving? Pumpkin pie. What? I mean, an American is apple pie. What's wrong with you? Yeah, but I feel like you have you can have apple pie anytime you want, all fall. I mean, even apples you can have in the spring. I mean, people sometimes don't like the texture of pumpkin pie, Carrie. I want a resurgence of pumpkin pie. Hashtag <laughs> pumpkin pie, people. <laughs> Hashtag pumpkin over apple. <laughs> I feel like we've sung a lot of this podcast today, Kara. I know. So now I'm kind of excited because we have someone else singing Now Thank We All Our God. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast, that you've learned a little bit about the hymn, and that you can truly worship God and thank him through this hymn. Mm -hmm. It has withstood this test of time. Mm-hmm. People are singing it not just in our town and in our country, but all over, all the, over world. the world. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I am excited to introduce the choir and organist and pianist at the First Methodist Church in Houston. This is their downtown church. Dr. Terry Morris is the director of traditional music. And we have just this beautiful choir singing, plus the organ and the piano accompanying. So this is Now Thank We All Our God.
that was so beautiful. I mean, don't you miss hearing choir sing? I, I was mean, just going to say, I don't miss you miss singing, singing in a choir? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I miss singing. I miss directing. So I miss they, it all. this recording is actually a year old. They made it last year, mm. November twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. I am so thrilled that we got to hear them and and worship right along with them. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are just about wrapping up. Yeah. Everybody, make sure you go to Facebook and Twitter to to weigh in on your Christmas song. Yes. Next week we'll be back with an Advent song. Yep. Yeah. And we might need a little time for a recount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we get a lot, of- <laughs> it might take time to recount all the votes. Yeah, but that'll be in December twenty first. Right. Okay. right. Let's um, close today with one of our favorite scripture verses, Mm -hmm. which now that we've learned all that we did about Martin and Mm Johan and Catherine, I feel like this was a verse that was really influential to them, too. Mm -hmm. It's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful week, and we'll be back here next week. Yep. See you then. This is Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. Keep singing. Bye.